to Zion Podcast, where we are rediscovering the ancient way. How have you been? It has been a couple weeks since we even have done an audio-only broadcast, and so we thank you for tuning back in and for sticking around and waiting out this um, yet-to-be-defined hiatus. We have been hard at many things, um, but recordings have not been one of them, obviously. Um, we are getting very close to finishing up the new studio. The, the, the studio itself is just a room we have built um, at our house, and it will house the, the program in its entirety. I'll be able to set up my, my recording gear and everything that we have, and it will be able to stay there. And so that's a big blessing, and we'll talk more about that um, in the next several days, maybe a week. Um, but thank you just quickly as we move on to uh, talk about a couple things today. Thank you to those of you who helped um, financially with resources, um, with tools. Thank you for your help. Thank you for any one of you who are listening to this today that, that willingly chose to just bless us with it's just, I don't know, it's, it's amazing to me. It's, it's amazing. We'll talk more about that in upcoming episodes. Um, I do want to point you over to patdesign.com. And, of course, we have all of these episodes um, over on YouTube as well. And find us on Facebook. You can friend us there if you have not already. And there are several ways. You can find it all over the place about how to subscribe to get notifications you can listen via SoundCloud, Apple Music. Um, my goodness, it's all over the place. Wherever you listen to anything, basically you can find this podcast now. So thank you for listening today. I want to talk just for a few minutes as I'm driving along here today about a verse in a, in a somewhat obscure place in the book of Philemon. Now the book of Philemon is, is simply a one-chapter letter. Um, from Paul and Timothy primarily to Philemon and several other individuals who are specifically named and as well as to the the church at Philemon's house. Now, I remember back in the day when we first started coming out of organizational church and the hierarchy that she is and and, and the system that, (laughs) that has to govern her because of the... Anyway... When I, when I first started looking into and questioning the church as I knew it, the, the assembly, the gathering, um, which, which had become merely an organization, I started really giving myself to a correct biblical understanding of the, of the ecclesia. I don't want to call it a model because it's not a model. It, it, it is the church. I mean... It's not just some form or type of the church. It is the church. She, she, she is, it's plural, but they are the called out, set apart, righteous ones, in my opinion, present day, keeping the set apart, holy, consecrated Moedim of the Father. They, we are the grafted in reality of the, of, of the Israel nation the 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 chosen royal priesthood reality that that is the invitation via 
the cross of Yeshua Messiah, the, the, the mediator that bridged the gap and allowed people like you and I, probably you are probably of Gentile <laughs> descent, um, those of us who, who were not a people, who were nothing, we were, we were just nothing. We were individuals with no unified identity as a people of God. And via the God-man, Emmanuel, Yeshua Messiah, coming and, and, and inviting us to the banquet table, the wedding feast, betrothed to him, we thereby have been invited and allowed to become what? A royal priesthood, a chosen nation, chosen nation, royal priesthood. An identifiable, distinguishable people. And so that's that's the invitation to any one of us to come into the kingdom of the Son via the Messiah. Move from death to life, domain of darkness to the kingdom of the Son. And so there this this letter that's being written to Philemon from primarily Paul and Timothy. It addresses the people that are in his house specifically. This group of people. Now, Paul mentioned several times, and I believe Timothy does as well, that they they wished to be sent to remain with these people. Like they wanted, their desire was to basically say in summary, depending on what version you read and everything, I, I'm hoping that God would send us to y'all. <laughs> My my southern vernacular now y'all it's our hope it's our prayer that that the father would seem right to send us to stay with you guys we kind of enjoy our time with you we love being with you and serving the lord alongside you and so in verse 7 specifically of this letter again it's just one chapter it says this for i Paul, Timothy, they're writing this together. We have had great joy and comfort in your love because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you, brother. And so, and I know you think, well, what's the big deal about that? Well, let's talk about that for a few minutes. Because when I was reading the the letter to Philemon, this verse as I often share here on the program, it just caused me to stop. I just stopped reading, and I just thought about this sentence. And primarily the second part of it. We've had great joy and comfort in your love. Well, why? Because they were just benevolent and, you know, maybe gave them, I don't know, a... a a free will offering because they visited town and preached there? <laughs> Did they give them gifts and accolades and, you know, a, a great... <laughs> yeah, anyway. Well, we're told why. Because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you, brother. And I just stopped and I thought this, and this is what I'm obviously wanting to talk about today is I just said I just said to myself, Father, I want to be like that. I would love for that to be said of me. 
I want to refresh your people. And I'm just not sure that I regularly do that. I'm not sure that I do that to the magnitude that, could we just say I should? Or at least that I could, that I'm able to do with maybe a little more intent or, or I don't know, a little more deliberate thought towards it. And so as I read that verse, and I just kind of stopped and thought about it, I wrote some things out about it on our whiteboard teaching in our house several days ago. And and in just kind of some offshoots of word studies for just a few minutes that morning, in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, Yeshua uses this word refreshed in a different way, though. And, And this is so intriguing to me. I don't remember what the word is in the Greek, and that's somewhat irrelevant, although I do like pointing those things out when we can think about it. But he tells all of those who would listen to come to him, and he would give them this same rest, this same refreshment. And so we know that the primary source of refreshing is not you nor I. It's not us. Even in Messiah even as ministers of the gospel, even as brothers and sisters in the body, we are not the primary source. And it's not, you know, because a lot of people just quickly say this that I just said, and they're like, that's why I can't do anything. If if you felt blessed by me, then amen, brother. It didn't have anything to do with me. It had nothing to do with me. It's all the Lord. Now, I'm, that, that can be false humility, of course. But it also could just be in need of tweaking a little bit because we see this in Philemon about how this brother and those at his house were being commended, and rightly so. Doesn't mean they have to make it turn into arrogance and pride and boasting. It doesn't have to ruin the exhortation and accolades given to them by Paul and Timothy. It doesn't mean that it has to ruin and taint it. In fact, I would go as far as saying it's a it's it's a an outflow if you will, and this is where I really landed the other day. We know that Yeshua is the one who brings the refreshing. He he's the comforter. He's he's the one who brings the joy, the life. It all comes from him to any individual, the saints. But we, by invitation of walking as Messiah, no longer living unto ourselves, can now be partakers. (laughs) Working alongside the Messiah. We now, as He, can perform some of His functions towards the saints. We can now. Well, how do we know? Because of what we see here in this little tiny snapshot of a letter to a group of individuals at a at a house gathering of saints, believers, recognized by Paul and Timothy as ones who were deserving of being encouraged and just given right rightly given encouragement to say, you know what? Y'all are doing it. You're getting it. You 
are refreshing the saints. Their hearts. You're 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 stirring them on to good works. You're you're promoting them to be more like the Messiah in their sanctification process. Amen. Good job. And that's what I mean about I just want to do that more. I'm not saying I don't ever do it. I do that, but I I want to do it more. I want to do it more with more deliberate action, I guess. Purposeful. Because we are invited to do that as well. Again, Yeshua is the source. He is the one who gave us that promise that says, I will be the one who gives you rest, refreshment. I'll do that. Because the the interesting thing is when you do a word study about that word refresh in the Greek, it's very, very closely related to the Sabbath understanding. The definitions are very, very similar. I didn't spend time really looking into deeper origins of these words, but just from a topical word study for only 30 minutes or so, I found them very, very connected. Even as much so as this this, um, refreshment talks about a peace and a rest that comes from ceasing from your labors. So that, that specifically is, of course... I would say at least intimately acquainted with the Sabbath understanding. That part specifically for sure. Stop striving. <laughs> Stop laboring right now and rest. Be refreshed. And so we could talk all day about how we need refreshed, how we need to do this individually. And yes and amen, that is of course applicable. But today, I just want to challenge you with what I'm challenging myself, which is, well, what about what we're doing on behalf of others? Are we refreshing others? Many people in, in many circles of the body of Messiah still are just stuck with, well, I'm not Jesus. What can I do? Oh, it's not me, brother. Oh, it's not me. I know that. I know that. Any good I do, it's not me. I know that. It's only Holy Spirit empowering me to walk out as the sun. I know it's not me. But how beautiful and how wonderful and how rightly rewarding it is to be any one of us, any individual, bringing joy and refreshment to the saints. What an awesome invitation, y'all. What about you? Do you bring joy and comfort, refreshing the hearts of the saints? I think the body of Messiah could could really use this in great measure. Don't you? Would you agree? In in an hour where there's so much backbiting and critiquing and doctrinal bickering, it's never-ending. Whenever I'm on Facebook and I see brothers post something that's even like within a million miles of what the church deems controversial, people are ready to pounce. I don't understand it. Friends, we're not. We are not being a people like Philemon and those who gathered at his house. I I don't think we're doing that. As a whole, the church at large is is failing at this. And so let's start with ourselves. I don't want to be somebody who just says, oh, yep, 
The church isn't doing that. The church isn't doing this. The church, no. We ourselves, we must work on these things individually. And maybe if we all tended to that individually, the, the greater body of saints would start fulfilling their functions. Edifying, encouraging, building one another up. And in this case, specifically, refreshing the hearts of the saints. So friends, let's get to that, won't you? I want to try to do that today. Send that email. Make that phone call. Send a text. Invite someone to dinner. You know, with our mouths, with our words, let us have actions that show... other saints, other believers, that we are in fact working together, co-laborers, alongside, man, alongside Yeshua the Messiah himself to accomplish the will of the Father on the earth as it is in heaven. That's our invitation. Let us do that in greater measure today. You've been listening to the Path to Zion podcast. Find us online 24-7 at pathtozion.com and send us an email, won't you? Path to Zion podcast at gmail.com is the way to do it. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back with a lot more podcasts before long. The studio is almost done. We've been posting pictures over on our YouTube. On our YouTube. I have not posted anything there. Over on our Facebook page. Go to the Path to Zion podcast Facebook and you can find some, some photos that we're updating about progress on the studio. We'll have more information on that. Um, specifically coming up. Thank you for listening. Amen.